Hi there, I'm talking to you. Yes, you. My name is Sherry, my pup's name is Sunny, and we're training to be an animal-assisted counseling team. You're listening to the Therapy Dog Talk podcast, the show that interviews past, present, and future therapy dog teams about how they're making an impact in their communities. Today we're talking with Sarah about her experiences training her Golden Retriever Stevie for therapy dog work in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. We'll discuss how they were able to get started practicing in assisted living facilities, what the path to therapy dog looks like in Canada, and how they plan to get certified through Therapeutic Paws of Canada. Before we hop in, if you're just getting started on your therapy dog journey and feeling a bit lost, I've put together a free guide for you, which you can find on my website at freeguide.therapydogtalk.com. Without further ado, meet Sarah and Stevie. Hi, Sarah. How are you? Hi, how are you? <laughs> I'm good, how are you? I'm doing well, thank you. I'm so excited to have you on here. I know you've been tuning in for quite a few weeks now, so. I have, yeah. I actually only started listening to your podcast like two months ago, and I binged all of them in like a week. So I was not expecting to be on here for a long time. But then I think after like a week after I thought, oh, I'd like to be on that someday, you ended up messaging me and invited me on. And I was like, cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I love talking to therapy dog teams all along their journey. So you know, if you binged everything that we've talked to other teams who aren't certified yet, but I know you're doing some volunteering already with Stevie a little bit. So I'm looking forward to hearing more about what all you're doing. So I'll introduce myself first. I'm Sarah. I work as a dog walker with Walk With Me Ottawa and I do in-home boarding. I have a six-month-old golden retriever named Stevie who I was not expecting to start therapy dog work. It just sort of happened and I actually left nursing in June and so that's also kind of how I tie in which I can talk about a little bit later. But yeah, so we just started and it's been really fun. I'm hoping to get certifications with Therapeutic Positive Canada after a year cuz she does have to be a minimum of 1 year old to take the test. But yeah, right now we're just unofficially practicing in two different retirement homes that let us in, which is really nice and it's been a lot of fun so far. That's awesome. So whereabouts in Canada are you? Is it Ottawa? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The capital, which everyone thinks Toronto's the capital. It's Ottawa. <laughs> I knew it was Ottawa. I've been there for Canada today. Yeah. I lived in Waterloo for three years. I don't know if we talked about that. So. No, I didn't know that. That's awesome. Did <laughs> yeah. you go to university there? No, I was working for a startup. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yep. I spent one Canada day in Ottawa and I told my Canadian friends they lost all rights to make fun of Americans after that. So <laughs> Fair enough. I was like, y'all are just as bad. Your flag just looks different. I mean, you're not wrong. It's all good, though. Awesome. (laughs) So is Stevie your first time training a therapy dog? Yeah. So I do have a four and a half year old German Shepherd, but he would never be interested in this sort of thing at all. Not his vibe. Stevie, I got her for sport and I am going to do a lot of sports with her. She has great drive. But I noticed that when I got her and like the number one thing people kept saying about her when they meet her, like, oh my goodness, she's so stable. And like you could pick her up and she wouldn't squirm away. She'd just stay there. And she's like, okay. Like she was so easy going. Her dad 
actually in his bio, they wrote that they were working on a therapy dog certification with him. So okay. that kind of planted the seed for me. Okay. And I was like, oh, like maybe I could do this with her. Like she's just so stable. She has a lot of drive for really fun activities, but when she's not in drive, she doesn't have any like, arousal issues. She's not ever amped up too much. It's just like this very natural calm that she has, which is mind blowing to me. Yeah. <laughs> There's certain things I didn't have to even teach her. Like some dogs get excited when you grab their collar to go for a walk and you have to teach them. Like, you know, you sit calmly while I put on your collar. Right. Didn't have to teach that. She just sits and she's like, okay. So she's the world's <laughs> calmest golden retriever is what you're saying. She has her crazy moments <laughs> for sure. <laughs> she's a lot of fun, but she's just never chaotic is I think like the most mind blowing thing to me. Gotcha. That's awesome. So how did you first find out about the role of therapy dogs? So I was a nurse fairly briefly. I did leave because the pandemic kind of ruined a lot of things, which a lot of nurses left for that reason. And I saw therapy dogs coming in. I worked as a personal support worker through nursing school. And we had a Vishla, which is not a breed I would expect for it, that came in all the time to say hi to everyone. And I loved watching the residents just light up over it. And I was like, wow, that would be so fun to be a handler for that. Yeah. So that sort of, I guess, was where I would have found out about therapy dogs, at least seeing it in real for the first time. Okay. That's awesome. So when you got Stevie, were you looking for a dog that could be a therapy dog? Or it's just when you found out her dad was training, you were like, oh, hmm, maybe. Yeah, I got her for sport. And then when I read that out and everyone kept talking about how stable she is. And I was like, yeah, I see it too. I was like, maybe this could work for her. Yeah. So I thought, why not try? I just ended up messaging some people from high school that worked in retirement homes. And I said, hey, I don't know if this is allowed, but is it possible if I bring my puppy in just to like, see how she is in the environment. I was like, it's a four month old golden retriever. So I don't think she's going to cause any real issues. Risk would be very low. And I was like, no one can interact with her. I just want her in the environment to see if she's comfortable there. She's not stressed and is okay with different behaviors of people that are walking by. So thinking maybe people with dementia, if they're walking differently, just things like that. I wanted to see how comfortable she would be just in the environment. Sure. Yeah. And then Susan said you have a big heart, by the way. That's my mom. Ah. <laughs> she has to say that. Um, she doesn't have to, but we like that she does. <laughs> so I was shocked that I had so many replies about retirement homes accepting us. I was like, oh, no one's going to say yes to this, but I figured I would try. But I ended up getting like six people being like, yeah, we want you here. Like, come in, no problem. So it was way more accessible than I thought. And I narrowed it down to two. I was like, six is a lot. Narrowed it down to two and... So we tried quick visits at each one. And I was like, she seems happy and comfortable. So then we started with actual visits and we've done a total of four so far. Okay. All right. Awesome. What do you do then since you're not certified yet? What do you do then to really like protect yourself and make sure, you know, that it's safe interactions and everything with her and the residents? So I do actually have quite a bit of experience with dogs. I do work with dogs now. I'm hoping to be a trainer at some point. I will likely start an apprenticeship program in 2023. But I do have a pretty good base of knowledge, especially because my German Shepherd is people reactive. So I do have a fairly good sense of the dog body language and knowing sort of when to worry yeah. and I've done a lot of fostering as well so I feel like I've picked up on a lot so I'm constantly just watching Stevie and seeing how she is doing I look for any signs of like discomfort stress panting is a big one or if she's sort of disengaging 
and leaving. And if she does do that with someone who's just not interested, I let her leave. I never force interactions on her. So just things like that is always just advocating for her if she needs it. But otherwise, I think I just have a fairly good base of knowledge with dogs, which is really helpful. Okay. Jared says that he thinks that's an untapped effort to take a pup, well-behaved, of course, to a nursing home to see if they enjoy the experience. He is actually training his dog, Bree, to be a therapy dog, and she'll turn one tomorrow. So happy birthday, Bree. She'll be, I believe, Jared's third therapy dog. So, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, I didn't want to put in a ton of effort to train her to be a therapy dog without seeing how she was in the environment. It seemed a little bit too, like, blindsided for me. So I wanted to see how she was in the environment. And I was like, she's comfortable? Then, yeah, I'll start the training. We'll go for it. You knew people that worked at nursing homes, right? So you kind of had that with them, which helped because they could vouch for your character anyway if not your yeah <laughs> that did help too and I feel like almost everyone probably knows someone from high school that ends up working in a retirement home so I definitely used old connections there yeah that's great so you took her without anyone interacting just to see how she would handle the environment at first what about that experience let you know hey this is actually a good fit for her let's move forward So she walked in like she owned the place. She was like totally comfortable. She wanted to sniff things. She was excited about it, but she also wasn't over the top. There was no like choking herself at the end of the leash or like just anything chaotic. She was just like, hey, this is cool. I'm happy to be here. I was like, all right, cool. Me too. I thought, let's give it a try at another visit where we just walk around saying hi to different people. And I know I've heard really helpful in other episodes hearing about how dogs have different styles. So I also did feel comfortable after I binged all the episodes is I keep things to 30 minutes. She's just a puppy. So her brain is very toasty after that. And then we did try a lobby visit where people would come to us, but I felt like she disengaged and she was kind of bored. Mm -hmm. So I think keeping movement in is really helpful for her. Her style could change as she gets older. So what we do is we just sort of like go to people's rooms with the recreation coordinator and we just visit people and we meet them. And then she gives them this nice little greeting and then we move on. So it's like a quick little light up for people and then we head somewhere else. Very cool. Has anything surprised you so far in your journey with her? I would say how accessible it's been and how much, I mean, I know I'm really lucky that I just sort of landed with this dog that sort of is a do-it-all dog, but just how easy it's been to get in places. And I think people should realize that people really want therapy dogs in places. It's something that they're really excited about. They realize that it makes a huge difference. So if you put in the effort to get your dog out there, people are very likely to help you along the way. So the accessibility for it, I think, is quite good. Yeah. When you reached out to the nursing homes, did you need to explain to any of them what a therapy dog was or they were just all familiar? Yeah, I didn't have to explain it at all. They were all just like, that is awesome. We want that really badly. Okay. Like, love to have you. I was like, okay. Yeah. That's great. What's the therapy dog community like there in Ottawa? Are there several teams or is it kind of an untapped area? I think there actually is quite a bit. I'm not familiar with them yet because we're practicing unofficially. I'm not really in the community yet, so I'm not totally sure. I think there's a few organizations that like there's Ottawa Therapy Dogs, and I think they actually have quite a few teams. Therapeutic Paws of Canada, hard to tell because they're all over Canada, so I'm not sure how Ottawa or Ontario really is population-wise for that. 
Okay. Bubbles, who you may remember from your binge, also likes to walk around. She said standing still is boring for her, too. I think her name is Savannah, but she had Buddy, a golden retriever. That one really stuck with me. I loved that story. She used shaping and therapy to help one patient. I loved that story. And I think I told it to so many different people. And I was like, that's it. I want to do things like that. So that really got me excited about therapy dog work. Yeah, Hallie and Buddy. Yeah, I think they live Hallie, in Savannah. Yeah, okay. I think that's where the Savannah they came from is that's where they live. Oh. Yeah. And she's actually now training Apgar to be a therapy yeah. dog as well yeah. for your change for medical reasons. So, yeah. I've been following them and I love it. Awesome. I think that's one of my favorite things is connecting with all of the guests on Instagram and just watching the journey and watching different guests and viewers connect with each other. It's just really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. So when you're training Stevie, are you just working on your own with your own experience of dog training or are you in like a therapy dog class or what's your process there? I've been doing it all on my own so far. And it's been going really well. Stevie's really easy to train. And the nice thing is, too, is I can bring her food in with me. I have a treat pouch and I use that as needed. I know some organizations don't allow it once you're certified, but the homes that I'm working at unofficially do allow that. And I think that also helps me feel a bit more comfortable as well being her handler as I get to sort of practice with having good reinforcements for me to give to her. Yeah. Do you take the Canine Good Citizen exam in Canada or do you have an equivalent there? Yeah, it's Canine Good Neighbor. So we're going to do that at one year. Again, it's the one year thing. You can't do it until they're one. So I'll probably do that and then see how that goes and then sign up for trying to test with Therapeutic Paws of Canada. Okay. Yeah. That's so like Canadian that you call it Canine Good Neighbor. It's a Canadian. I love it. Canadians will always have a special place in my heart because I love there. So I certainly don't plan on leaving here. You know, I had my opportunity to move to LA, which is where I really wanted to be. So I was like, okay, bye. But I was looking into dual citizenship before that because I had already been there yeah. for years. So. Yeah. Jared's curious what places you plan to visit once you pass the test. Ooh. I would love to try long-term care. I might actually even try to get her into a long-term care facility and really try maybe a bit more of advanced dementia or maybe locked units. We work with sort of just mild dementia right now. So there's some behaviors, but not much. And she seems to respond really well to them. And I would like to try some hospital visits. And I'm thinking that because of what Stevie seems to be enjoying, okay. she really likes visiting people when they're laying in bed. <laughs> I don't know what it is. That seems to be like her happiest and her like most pleasant greetings. And they always let her just pop her two front paws up on the bed. And she just does this like cute little wiggle at them. And those oh, are the God. residents that just seem to light up the most. Like we get so much fulfillment from that. So I think hospital visits make sense for that. And another one too that I have really big hopes for a friend let me know it existed. I didn't know this was a thing, but Therapeutic Paws of Canada, which is why I chose them as an organization I want to certify with, is the amount of different opportunities of places you can visit. So Stevie loves children too. And I would love to have her in family court when kids have to testify. I think that would be really cool to do that sort of experience too. Yeah. And just have her sort of like just sitting with them as comfort. Yeah. How old is she now? 
It's only six months. Okay. Yeah. So we'll have to have you back in like a year to hear more how these are yeah. going. Yeah. We actually haven't had any courthouse dogs yet. I know some are facility dogs and some are therapy dogs when it comes to courthouses, but I'd be really curious to hear about that experience. Yeah. So hopefully we can get there. Fingers crossed. I think it's really going to come down to my training, how consistent okay. I am. Okay. I think Stevie's really got it, but I just need to make sure I'm consistent with my training, which is consistent is hard yeah it really is and that's something that I've heard a lot as well as experienced myself and you probably have as well now is when you first start training to be a therapy dog you're like okay like we can do this and then you're like this is hard like this takes a lot of hard work yeah even though Stevie's so great I still have to teach her like a proper loose leash walk and everything and like a loose leash walk is so much consistency that obviously that's where a lot of people struggle yeah loose leash walking so that was a tricky one for yeah. sure it's helpful though especially the golden really helpful once they learn yeah. just for your general enjoyment in life on yeah jared mentioned that in the u.s anyway with the cgc the canine good citizen there isn't an age limit so i don't know if that's different for canine good neighbor but just a note there that here they can test before they're one. Oh, that must be why some of my friends were confused when i said that the, she has to be at least 12 months old and they're like no i'm pretty sure they can do it even at six months old i guess they must have just been thinking of the states but for cgn in canada it is a minimum of 12 months old okay otherwise right. i could probably do it with her right now yeah <laughs> she probably Fine. Yeah, here I think most of the therapy organizations require them to be at least one, but I guess that is not the case with CGC. Sunny wasn't yeah. ready till she was over one anyway, so yeah, I'm not fine. aware of that. Yeah. <laughs> so, Bubbles said that leave it and step up or forward are the two cues that she didn't realize how useful would be for visits. So something. Well, to- leave it is probably one of my favorite commands. Yeah, and because she's a golden, everything goes in her mouth so that was one of the first things I taught her when I brought her home and I'd specifically go to places that had more litter after I like taught her at home what it was Mm -hmm. and I'd like go to high traffic like downtown littered areas yeah and I'd just practice our leave a command and so now it's really strong but yeah that's actually probably one of her strongest commands now but definitely agree that leave it is a good one step up I will also look into that one I actually don't know that command just forward yeah I don't sense. so instead of like it's kind of like a go say hi should a deal could be maybe she can verify i know it's sunny yeah. so go say hi so it may be something similar i'm not sure i haven't heard that one does stevie have any tricks that she likes i haven't really focus on any tricks with her yet Mm -hmm. I did my puppy raising sort of in like a life skills way first and then anything more formal (laughs) I do later so it's just really focused on socializing house training just like being Mm -hmm. like a dog that you want to live with that's polite and then tricks I'm going to focus on when she's I'll probably start maybe at like eight months okay yeah I want to teach her to sit pretty. That's a fun one. It takes so long to work up to it. That's another thing I didn't realize, um, which you probably know because you already have Lincoln, but how long some of the tricks take to like break them down and then build them yeah. up is like, and especially to sit pretty because you have to build their abs. Like it's a workout. <laughs> no. yeah. Lincoln is my German shepherd and he picks up on tricks really fast. Sit pretty took him like a good seven months. Yeah. So Stevie definitely doesn't learn as fast as a German shepherd. 
So we'll see how long it takes her. Cheyenne says people love sip. Yeah, they sure do. And she said Tiana couldn't do it until she was over here. Yeah. That's the other thing is some of them you have to be careful, especially with a larger dog. Some of them they're not supposed to learn yeah. until they're a certain age. You got to be careful with that sit pretty. I have no problem waiting for. But I have not taught her shake a paw, which a lot of residents actually try to ask for. But I haven't taught it to her because she likes to offer everything she knows. Yeah. So like, I don't want to sit there with her dinner and trying to train her. And she's, she's like pawing at me the whole time. <laughs> yeah. So we can wait on that one. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. That's funny. Kim says that forward for them is okay to say hi and get close. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Awesome. So what do you think Stevie will really like about being a therapy dog? I think just getting to be out and doing things. She loves just being part of everything as Goldens do. Yeah. She just loves being part of the action. She's really just a dog that's happy to exist. She's just up for anything. So yeah. I think just getting the experiences and like saying hi to people, she's like, oh, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> so easygoing answer there. Yeah. Well, you're clearly a joyful person and Goldens are usually joyful dogs. So it's no surprise that she's just like the happiest. I tried to deny it for a long time, but I am pretty much a human golden retriever well, <laughs> to deny that that's a great trait to have. yeah it will serve you well when you're volunteering as well yes, it does although people don't really notice me at all i've you noticed say that. that but they would notice if you weren't friendly <laughs> yeah that's true i think a lot of times people forget that they're involved in it too even if their dog is the star of the show so <laughs> Oh, I just saw, where's the puppy? Yeah, Stevie there. No, I'm at my sister's house because she okay. has a better office space. So I just came okay. over for that. I knew someone was going to be disappointed. <laughs> well, Kim, you'll have to follow Sarah and Stevie at GSD Lincoln. And you'll be able to see Stevie smile there because yeah. it's a big smile. <laughs> she has a very cute smile. Yeah. Dudley says people love it when Dudley does hind legs and find it. Those are two tricks that they Aww, do. That's really cute. Yeah, yeah. okay, I'll keep those in the back of my head too yeah that's a fun one I've done with Sunny where you like hide a tree in both hands and she has to figure out which one it's in or something like that I don't yeah. know if that's what they do it, but. yeah I think everyone sort of has their own thing yeah like for a different definition for certain names of tricks <laughs> sometimes you don't know if you're talking about the same trick right especially with the country difference <laughs> it could be a different yeah. call them there too but even within the U.S. I've heard so many different names yeah beyond the basics of sit down yeah people even just like stay and wait differently so your mom is now just giving us great random facts about Stevie. She loves the snow. So good yeah. snow. Thank you, Susan. Yes. She loves the water. I'll be doing dock diving with her in the summer for sure. Oh, awesome. Yeah. I was going to ask which sports and then I distracted myself. So yeah, dock diving is a huge one. That one's my favorite. We'll okay. do agility and I really want to do competition obedience with her. Okay. And then I will take the classes for that just so we have more exposure to the environment with lots more dogs around. Okay. But I also have a lot of friends that are dog trainers too which is really helpful so I can also use them for like mock practice setups for things and ask them questions as I go if I need yeah so you're just gonna be busy hanging out together having fun all the time you absolutely TV. yeah <laughs> oh, what about Lincoln I know you said he's people reactive what does he like to do for fun oh my god dock diving is his favorite sport okay. that is like his absolute favorite thing in the world I have to play fetch with him every day or he's just not overly happy <laughs> and also he is very much my dog someone else could let him out 
out of his crate, but he will run past them to go search the house for me first before he'll say hi to them. He's still like a friendly dog. If you have a guest over, like he's so happy about it. But meeting people outside, he's like, don't touch me. So yeah, like we did agility with him a little bit. He actually did really like it. He did start to sort of start barking at me though sometimes if he was bored doing things, which is funny. So I think Stevie will probably be a little better for agility. And How does he feel about Stevie? Okay, he did not like her for the first while, just sort of tolerated her. But she hit five months and he decided that she didn't suck as much anymore. So now they're <laughs> friends and they play all the time. He's like, well, I guess I'm stuck with you, so let's make the best of it. Yeah, like you're not as much of an annoying puppy anymore, so we can be friends. That's fair. Yeah. So at this point in your journey with Stevie, which I know is still very early on, but do you have any advice for someone else who's interested in getting started as a therapy dog team? Yeah, I was trying really hard to come up with something based on all the other episodes I've said. So I was trying to come up with something that hasn't been said. <laughs> really hard, though. I would say don't pressure your dog too much into it. I would kind of let them lead the way. And using their meals for training makes a world of difference rather than just trying to use treats because you help build up engagement so, so well. Yeah. And using Stevie's meals has been our biggest helper, for sure. And it helps yeah. get our attention back onto me very quickly. I love that so much. We call that building the relationship yeah. bank account in the absolute dog's world. So it's, you know, you can <laughs> let your dog get that value from the bull yeah. or get that value from you. Yeah, so, exactly. So. It's extra work for sure, but it's really pays off really fast. Yeah. And depending on the size of the dog, you could always feed them half their food in the bowl and then half the yeah. food for trip. So. Yeah, about five months. I was like, hey, you eat a bit too much in the day. You can have your breakfast in a bowl. Yeah, that's very <laughs> Very valid. Well, Sarah, is there anything else that you wanted to share while you're here? No, I think that's it. All right. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, thank you. I can't wait to see where you and Stevie go as she gets older. It's going to be so fun to watch her adventures. Yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> thank you again. Awesome. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Bye. I really hope you enjoyed this episode of Therapy Dog Talk. If you did, please do me a favor and leave a review and rating on the podcast platform of your choice. If you have a guest that you think would be a great fit for Therapy Dog Talk, send me an email at hello at therapydogtalk.com. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next week.